Valentine's Day, my lovelies. Yeah, are you feeling the love? I am. I am feeling so lovey-dovey. I made you guys Valentine's, but I forgot to write names on it, so you guys kind of have to pick... But you also have to read them out loud. So uh, uh -oh. there's there's your Valentines. Are I they dirty? They they they're I I picked them out. Those ones were my favorite ones out of all of them. So I'm like, I'm like, who's opening first? Because it, it can't be at the same time. It's gotta be like. You, oh, all right, you guys you guys pick. Ladies first. Oh, so Ryan's going first. Oh, you broke it. Oh no. Okay. All right. Technical difficulties. Oh, snap. <laughs> Can I read this out loud? Yeah, absolutely. I love you like Dead Mouse hates EDM blogs. Oh, <laughs> True. It's a lot of love. I'm going to save this right next to <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, yeah, this is how you actually open it without tearing it. Apart? Mm-hmm, Dana. Oh. <laughs> I want to jack you off. <laughs> Get it? Skrillex and Diplo jack you? Oh, oh, it has a picture of them cuddling <laughs> You're doing it wrong. It was so awful. I was just sitting there Googling, like, EDM Valentine's Day, and then that one popped up, and I felt very awkward printing it off at work. I'll tell you that. I was like, shit, someone's going to see it on the printer. Who's Valentine's card if I want to jack you up? <laughs> I'd be like, no, it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> it's not real. Why is the U misspelled? This doesn't make sense. Why does it have the umlauts? Like, what? Yeah. I don't know. But, wow. But I just wanted to share my Valentine's Day love. Now you know that Noe wants to jack you off. No. Mm -mm. No, Jack, you no. want to jack you off. Oh. Wants to. Oh. She wants and Diplo want to. Yeah. Got it. Which is Dude, cool. That'd be like, cool. I'd film that and then sell it and get rich. I might watch like, it. Like blackmail it. Watch yeah. it for the other show. Yeah, I'd be like, yo, Main Stage Ultra, or this goes out everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Very Then someday cool. you can, like, exploit, like, what you're like in case your fame starts going downhill you yeah. can like tell just, them the yeah. real reason yeah. i'll go all crazy like every other person like celebrity does yeah. and be like yo i got jacked off by jack you what do and i was gonna be like oh and then you'll be famous again i know it's Probably, just, yeah. but then what are you gonna do after that i mean you'll figure it out yeah, I'll, figure, I'll, I'll get some other i'll get jack me to do something to me Who's Jack Me? I don't know. The next Jack You. Oh. Jack Who? Well, Jack he's like a planet in Star Wars. Jack Who, yeah. <laughs> he performs in a Jack Who Z. Oh, my goodness. That's a trap. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I thought you would. Now like... we're just embarrassing ourselves. This is true. Yeah. I love you, but I'm not going to come up with any punny way to express it. Yeah. Did just, you like your just, Valentine's? It's sincere. I love you. Yes, I do. It's right yeah. here by my heart. Yeah. It really is. It is. <laughs> I mean, we always crack jokes, no offense, Mr. Dead Mouse, at him all the time, so. Well, it's not our fault. Like, he kind of makes himself a target. He gives so much good, like, ammo, you know? I do like how you call him Mr. Dead Mouse. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> and Marshmallow. Pick on Marshmallow. Yeah. And I can't, I could even, I even am going to miss out on the opportunity to, like, or I already missed out on the opportunity to, like, make fun of him in person. Yeah. So that would have been fun. I just oh. want to see you wear the helmet once. I have a bucket. Like we can make this happen. We can make a fake one. <laughs> oh my god! We can I have get like a Home Depot like, one. Like <clears throat> close enough. We could get a toy pail or whatever and just spray paint it white and cut out holes and be like, "Yep, yeah." We can make you like our version of one. It won't be as fancy, but maybe we can like stick some like Christmas lights on it or something like that, so we'll light up underneath. Ooh, it, so. yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Then we could maybe if it's good enough, we could sell it on Etsy. Yeah, yeah. Or we can like do like a group thing. And you know how they have the rainbow marshmallows have different colored marshmallows. Does he not do that already? No, he doesn't. <gasps> you know what? We should idea. upgrade him. You know what? His current marshmallows suck. We need to go Lucky Charms marshmallows. Like there we, need we, a, go. we need a horseshoe. We need um, a blue moon. Mm -hmm. So need... you never know what he's going to come. A Lucky Charm, like a four leaf clover. Yes. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's what I'm, that's that's a new DJ persona. There we Just go. Lucky charms. You're welcome, Marshmallow. It's five dollars. You weren't on the show, so you can mail it to me. <laughs> <laughs> we do accept PayPal and Venmo. Mm -hmm. I learned how to say Venmo. Also, right. Facebook Cash works really well too. Oh yeah, Snapchat. <clears throat> yeah. Mm -hmm. Snapchat me them five dollars if it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Watch this next show. It's gonna be like, but tricks are for kids, and then all these like, oh god, lucky charms are gonna walk out. I don't know. Oh my god! It's not even the same serial. <laughs> it's 
<laughs> that shows how much like kids cereal I eat these days. Yeah. Did you have a present for us? I do have presents. You won't bust them out. We're gonna bust them out. I got reckless Valentine's present for the special ladies in my life. Reckless Valentine's. Mm-hmm. That could be horribly wonderful. Or wonderfully horrible. Wonderfully oh, it is horrible. horrible. It is horrible, apparently. I'm kind of scared. I'm just always scared when it comes to anything reckless. Well, you know, old Reckless enjoys drinking things, right? Oh, Lord. You know, shut these down, old nurse and cow. <laughs> so, all right. it looks like you got us something to drink. Mm-hmm. I have got y'all Lester's Fiction's pickle-flavored soda. <laughs> <laughs> but why? <laughs> because oh, it's even got a picture of Lester on mm-hmm. it. Who's Lester? <laughs> He's Lester Fixins with oh, pure cane God. sugar. But mm-hmm. why is it sweet? Like pickle juice should not be sweet. Do they have sweet pickles? Is yeah. this a thing? Well, they have oh. sweet pickles. You know what? Before before we actually get into this. Let's go ahead and uh, open our beers, or not beers. No, they're non-alcoholic. Open our pickle soda and get the show started, and then we'll talk about how horribly wonderful or disgusting this is. Mm -hmm. Plus, I want to listen to some music while I'm drinking my pickle soda. While I'm getting my feelings of how I feel about this (laughs) beverage. Um, So, welcome back to FestiCast, everyone. I'm Noe, and we have our wonderful... Other host, Ryan. Hi, I'm back. Hey. Again. <laughs> and the beautiful, mysterious Dana. Why, hello. <laughs> and today we have Jungle Party, and this is my track, Pocus Hocus. Just like my heart. Why does pickles remind you of Valentine's? That's actually not that bad. I hate it. I, I thought it wasn't bad either. That's no, not that bad. I tastes... was really wanting that to be super sour, and it's really not that bitter. It's actually really sweet. Not sour, but for some reason, I get... Let me try it one more time. Okay. Well, no, part of the reason was because I was going to get some crazy alcohol, but... uh our guest today is a little underage for that, so Reckless <laughs> does not approve of such things. But, okay. uh, no, it, I don't know. I saw it and I was like, you know, Valentine's Day is about being fun. It's about being romantic more, yes, but uh, you, you, you ladies are special in my heart, but not that special. So you Hi. get pickles flavored soda. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. It kind of reminds me of like 
how I would picture stale pickles to taste like. Yeah, it's like the the first like the little sip of it until you swallow it is really pickly, and then you swallow it and it's like sugar. It smells <laughs> like, just like pickles. That's what she said. And as as soon as I like start... all this talk about pickles, I'm just like, all right, this is gonna happen. <clears throat> I'm sure as soon as I start talking in people's faces, they're gonna be like thinking I <laughs> ate a whole jar of pickles. Yeah. Do you like it? I like it. It definitely wasn't what I thought it was going to be. It's right. a lot more chill. Like, you get a chill pickle taste. Yeah. But it's not like, yeah, sour pickle in you ever, your mouth. It's you ever awful. just munch on pickles? I enjoy munching on the dill pickle. It, it's been a while. You spent way too much on this pickle soda. I really did. <laughs> this is like $3 pickle soda. <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> So, whenever Reckless comes to record with us, sometimes he gets bored before we get off work. <laughs> this is what happens. <laughs> hey, I just, we have good times here, okay? <laughs> I love it. We I can experience it. this joyous moment together, <laughs> tasting pickle juice. Mm, mm. So. Glorious. Well, I think I am okay with the soda, but I like your music much better. Oh, thank do. you. Appreciate so, it. thank you for sharing some of that with us. I'm really glad to also, like, have you on the show, like, our entire first season was guys. Mm-hmm. And so it's so nice to finally meet a girl in the industry. Like, yeah. like I know that's, like, not that important. But, like, I think to me, like, in terms of representation, I think that it's really cool that you're doing this. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And making a name for yourself in this very, like, kind of guy, I don't know, um, dominated sphere. Right. Well, <clears throat> over the years, it. I mean, I've been in this since I was 15. I'm 19 now. And at first it was, oh, you're young, you know, I don't, nah, I would message people and message people and be like, this is my stuff and send it to them. I'd get left on red, you know, that sucks. Or, and I've just grown from that and um, I've taken that and gone back to my computer and working more and mixing more, working on transitions, working on production now, getting really serious about that and trying to transition more into working on logic in comparison to out there trying to message people to get on these shows. Right. What software and what hardware are you using now? I use Logic Pro X, and I use um, an Akai MIDI keyboard, and I use my Scarlett Studio Pack. Love Scarlett. Scarlett is fantastic. Yes, it is. It has opened new doors for me, and I'm really excited to get into that more. Yeah. I think I saw whenever you were, uh, I didn't write this one down in my notes, but whenever you were, was it 12 or 13, you got your first, like, controller? Yeah, I was uh, 12. Yeah. Yes. I remember. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure that probably brought in, opened a whole new doors than what you were using to... It definitely did. I was... <laughs> The topic of controversy uh, among some dudes in the scene, I I hauled that thing to Lizard Lounge, and I played on it at Lizard Lounge, and people were just like, what are you doing? But then others were also like, it doesn't matter what it is, just what's coming out of it. Yeah. And so uh, I just stuck to that, and I remembered uh, I would I was on the phone one night with a, some friends of mine that are in the scene, and they were like, they hadn't even met me yet. And we were talking about a show that we wanted to put together. And I think I was like 15, 14 at this time. And they were like, I can't believe you use a, like, D- a D- DJ, excuse me, two Ds in that one. We go, <laughs> uh, that's so small, like, you know, the sound card and it's terrible. And you've, you've just gone and done all these things on that little controller. And... Fun fact, that was Geronimo, uh, that good guy out here in the Dallas scene. He's he's awesome. So shout out. I appreciated that comment. But you know, we've all we've all grown from that one. So Do you still have it and like keep it around forever? Yeah, I have it. I'm not gonna get rid of it. Oh, yeah. A lot of good memories on that one. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So who would you credit for like kind of spurring your interest in music? Um interest in music in general period Mm -hmm. definitely my mom at four years old i started with 50 cent eminem in the back of her nissan altima i remember sitting there at at four i don't know why i remember this just the uh, of just (laughs) like just sitting in my chair being like this and not remembering the song 
but then coming back to it all these years later and being like, oh, that's the song, okay, and then, like, it just went from there, and 50 Cent, Outkast, and all of, like, the old, like, late 90s into 2000s rap. It was definitely hip-hop all together for me that started this. That's awesome. So, so you're originally from here in the DFW area, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, but you don't live here anymore. No, I have moved to San Marcos, Texas to get a degree in electronic media and mass communications at Texas State. I love that cool. school. Go Bobcats. <laughs> I have a cousin that just graduated from there not that long ago. It's so. a great school. It definitely gets dogged on a lot for being a party school, but I definitely think it's it's come a long way and changed its reputation a lot. Yeah. Do you have any favorite venue to perform at in San Marcos? In San Marcos, my favorite venue to perform at is definitely Kiva. Uh-huh. It's a really chill, like, gives you like a nice basement atmosphere and Sam the scene in San Marcos is so loving and caring and everyone supports each other and I'm gonna be honest sometimes Dallas isn't that way Mm -hmm. and so it was amazing to get in this new environment where you come from one that can be a little intense with people sometimes and you get into this new one and it's everyone's so like yes send me your music yes let's let's collab let's work let's do this and oh my gosh like go for it do these amazing things and there's a girl down there named Silver who actually started up every Tuesday night from 9 to 2. She lets DJs come out and locals and they can just play there and play whatever they want at Kiva. It's amazing. And like open decks, we don't have that in Dallas. And I would have killed to have that growing up here, like to go to a venue and do that and then see some more developed locals play from like 11 to 2 while the open decks is from 9 to a 11 like it was it was awesome and I love going there on Tuesdays I do what I can because you know exams and right work yeah, and all that yeah. but it's an awesome scene down there and I'm really happy people are so nice and accepting down there so when it comes to open decks what does that mean just anyone can go up there yeah anyone can play it's bring your own controller and you play whatever genre you can play all the rhythm you want. It doesn't matter, like, yeah. the time of the night. She lets you play whatever, and people come out. Is there ever, like, any, like, sometimes be like, no, I want to play, no. Like, do they have, like, time limits? Or, yeah, like, they have. Set? Everyone, um, you come in, they want you to come in, like, like 8.30 and sign up for a slot time, and they're 20 minutes from 9 to 11. Oh, And then perfect. she'll have, like, concrete performers that will perform from 11 to 2 and they get an hour yeah so it's just really awesome and that's called underground tuesdays Mm -hmm. um you can find them on any social media they are really cool cool people it's two girls who started that by the way that's awesome and i thought Mm -hmm. it was really cool and i've just i love being a part Mm of that and um i hope to get out there more next year it seems like a good way to kind of get instant feedback on what you're working on especially if you're working on something new like definitely like you can put a mix together and just go up there on it's every Tuesday so you can put it together and go up there and play it if you're working on a track you can go up there and play your track and see like listen to it on venue like sound and because it sounds so much different than your headphones I've learned that yeah. over the years. Yeah, have so. you met a lot of people, like, you still talk to people that you've met up there, like DJs and stuff? It seems like a really good way to network with people that you won't normally find, you know what I mean? Like, they aren't playing out all the time. So you find all these local guys on the open decks who aren't getting <clears throat> gigs, you know, for whatever reason, be it. But uh, it seems like a really good way to network. Oh, yeah, people. definitely. Like, I, the first time I went, I played open decks and... It was all dudes on the lineup, of course, and they were, um, you know, it's funny when I go to these shows over the years, I'm just, I'm overlooked until I get on there and play, and then people are like, oh, hi, what's your name? Like, oh, what do you do? What's your SoundCloud? What is this and this and this? And uh, and it's, it's just funny to me, and uh, that's how it was the first night I went, but everyone was really cool, and um, they were, you know, curious with you know, they're always like, what's your story? Where'd you start? What, what controller do you use? You know, and it's really funny, like down in San Marcos, everyone is, you know, native instruments, tractor gang. So we all <laughs> take our tractor S4s up to Kiva, it seems every Tuesday and play there. And it's a lot of fun. And everyone's really cool and nice. And um, it has definitely been an awesome place to network. Um, I've gotten a lot of followers from the Kiva Nights. And a lot of cool people to send my music to, to get feedback from. 
and it's it's a really cool thing Silver and Megan have put together, and they're really cool people. That's fantastic. Um, so what are I guess who would you say are your biggest musical influences? Um, like locals or just or anybody, anyone, yeah, just anybody. It would definitely have to be um, Prince and Dr. Dre. Prince on the instrument and uh, vocals side and just the creativity he has put into his music um, all of these years and managed to stick around. I think he is a creative genius. And with Dr. Dre, just any time I'm like, you know, your production is not going to go anywhere. You know, you just I always think of Dr. Dre and I'm like, if you want to be the next female Dr. Dre, you got to do this. You got to just keep pushing and I love that man, um, business genius. Uh, I I love just listening to his tracks that he has produced and taking the vocals out and just listening to the beat and picking it apart and thinking of how I can make these sounds and how I can make this flow and work and it's just he he makes some awesome stuff. That's neat that you actually like go in and try to deconstruct what you're seeing other people do and then kind of make it into something that you can use for your own. That's neat. Um, so who would you say is currently your favorite artist? Currently, my favorite artist would definitely have to be Kanye West. I've spent this entire uh, past month listening to him. Um, I used to not like him very much because of his attitude, and but I really just was just driving up from San Marcos back to Dallas, and I just put on my dark and twisted fantasy and was like, oh my god, this is incredible. And I just was listening to more and more, and he, definitely another inspiration of mine, because he produces some tracks like you've never heard, like bringing in the old, um, just old sounding music, bringing it back, and putting it into new age hip hop, I think is just so cool, and it's catchy, and it gets you back into it, and you're like, wow, this is really amazing and you're like oh my gosh the song is from the 1950s oh this is so cool how it's just he brings it back and I really love that yeah it's interesting very good backtracking just a little bit um whenever you move from Dallas to uh San Marcos would you say that it's I guess like the whole environment there has it changed the way you perceive music or make music yeah definitely it has encouraged me more yeah. Um, just because everyone is on the same track and wanting to do the same things I want to do. Yeah. Um, I, it surrounds me all the time, so mm-hmm. it just encourages me to just keep at it and keep busy. It's actually made me turn. I'm still into, like, the EDM, mm-hmm. but I, I've turned more to beats and trap and yeah. hip-hop and all that stuff. And it was really interesting. I didn't think I would take that turn. Mm-hmm. I'd love to find my way back to Bass House. We'll see if that happens. But um, it has, yeah, it's definitely opened my eyes and it has allowed me to listen to more genres mm-hmm. um, and make my sets more diverse. Like when I got down there, I was expected to DJ a Latin night and I, I don't listen to Latin music, and <laughs> but now I do. And it's just an, a cool thing that it's just broadened my horizons and it has made me learn more. Yeah. And it's just been an awesome move down there. I don't regret it at all. Yeah. So So do you currently have a residency? Yeah, I have one residency right now at Stonewall Warehouse. It is an LGBTQ uh, bar down in the square of San Marcos. I DJ there every Thursday. Have my own night there. It happened really fast. Um, Everyone told me, like, hey, you know, the manager, like, is very old school. You know, like, you got to work your way in. You have to just no texting, emailing, you have to like go talk to him and get to know him and he doesn't trust very well so just be aware of that and I was like well crap like, this is gonna take forever but he's a really cool guy like once I saw past what everyone was saying I was like okay this what <laughs> where did this come from he's totally cool and he let me have my own night and I'm really grateful to that family at Stonewall they're awesome people very loving and they are always complimenting me and that that keeps me going because sometimes things happen your controller messes up sound messes up but they're always like you sounded great like one time I had to play mi gente three times in one night and I was like guys I'm so sorry like I try and make the people happy they wanted me to play mi gente so I played it and they were like 
it's fine. We like that song. You know, like, <laughs> some people could be like, she played the same song three times tonight. Like, and I was like, guys, I'm so sorry. And they were like, people ask for it. You give it to them. That's, you know, we get compliments like that. And we just appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that is my residency. And they are awesome. And I hope they keep me because I love it. That's pretty awesome, especially at such a young age to already have like a residency under your belt when you're developing as you're kind of moving on and also like putting your your own work out there in other places as well. That's amazing. Good for you. Thank you very much. Um, So can I ask like the like big question, how did you choose your DJ name? That's really funny, actually, because I my DJ name was just AC1, which my name is Ashley Cass Stevens. And I thought. I was number one, I guess. I don't know. I was <laughs> I was 13. I just went with it. And then I was actually like, I just YouTubed DJ drops because someone had told me, where's your drop? And I was like, I don't know what that is. So I like YouTubed it real quick. And the, there were like, it was like this big sample pack of like females just saying stuff. And there was a radio ad that someone had made that a DJ was hosting a jungle party at this club in Miami, I think it was. And I was just listening to it, and she was like, get ready for the jungle party. And I just heard that, and I was like, let me download this video. And I downloaded it, and I converted it to an MP3, and I opened it up in Audacity, and I cut it down to just that. And I was like yep, this is the one. And I actually, like, <laughs> stole that drop low-key, and that is, if you listen to some of my stuff and you hear that female vocal say that, that's where that's from. I've kept it all these years. <laughs> no one has tried to hunt me down for it, so I'm just going for it. And that is where my name came from. And people ask me that all the time, and I'm like, that's how it happened. I just heard it and was like, yep. And I'll get jungle fever, I'll get jungle juice, and (laughs) one time I was DJing at Lizard Lounge, and the MC was like, y'all give it up for Jungle Book, and I was like, like, no, okay, fine. Not not, not quite. So, like, half half credit. I know, I just, I go with it at this point. I'm just like, yep, let's, let's get it, whatever you want. I That's like that. Awesome. <laughs> Jungle Book. Yeah. At least we get one part, right? At least we're not getting like, all right, it's the Forest Fiesta. I know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, yeah, say what you want. It's cool. Oh, <laughs> Forest <my gosh>. Fiesta. <laughs> I love oh it. Gosh. If your music was a beverage, what kind of beverage would it be? Not pickle juice. Not pickle yeah, juice. Pickle, hey, pickle this juice pickle juice isn't that bad, though, all right? <laughs> I definitely feel like it would have to be a type of vodka because it's crazy it's wild and that's usually how your nights go after some sips of vodka so i mean not that you have experience right no god no i'm underage what do you think but jungle party is provocative it gets the people going yes exactly (laughs) no it's not it's gross (laughs) um what are your long-term goals My long-term goals with this actually have just changed because, you know, people were like, okay, you know, DJs are on the rise. Everyone wants to be a DJ now. Your doctor's a DJ. Your mom's a DJ. Like, it's ridiculous. Your mom's a DJ. Exactly. And so I got discouraged, and I was like, and I've been watching, like, growing up in Dallas in this scene, been doing it for so long, and I was watching people who... We're only doing it for a year and bam, bam, bam. They're making all this progress, making all this music and just ching. And they're already like on Beatport. And I'm like here and I'm just like, you got to give it up. You're not going anywhere. Like you, like you don't have the money for it. You don't have the time for it. You have to work. You have to go to school. You have to focus on school. Just settle for your plan B and major in mass communications and get your job and just go from there. Like just let it go. This is, this was a high school thing. And then I think I was listening to uh, All of the Lights by Kanye West. I don't know. He just sneaks back in. (laughs) And I was just, like, picturing me, like, DJing at ACL, which is Austin City Limits, for those listeners who may not know. And I was like, go for it. Like, you need to just go all the way and try and do your best and... If you make it, you make it. If you don't, you don't. You have your degree. Then you can fall back. But 
nothing ventured is nothing gained. So I'm going to take this all the way. I'm going to try and do some big things with this project. And I don't care how long it takes at this point. I'm, I'm going to try. And that's, that's my long-term, my long-term goal for it. That's awesome. Fantastic. So do you see yourself working in the DFW area in the future? Uh, I see myself coming back, um, when I'm older, maybe to end my life and retire, but I definitely, I went to New York in this past May and fell in love with it, and I see myself working there or in LA just because I want to be in the entertainment industry somehow, some way, and I just feel like I would definitely be submerged into the element Mm -hmm. in those two places, so... We'll see. Maybe. I love Dallas, so I, I'm i sure I will come back. But I don't want to just stay. Mm-hmm. I want to go and explore and live other places and then come back. I'll see, see the world. Okay. Um, <clears throat> what advice would you give other ladies in EDM music, uh, especially beginner ladies? Honestly, I would say don't listen to anyone. Yes, it's going to be hard, but just go for it and make your music, make your mixes, send them around, keep bugging people because they will listen eventually and they will give you that show slot time or they will put you on their SoundCloud for exposure. They'll do it. You just have to keep working. And don't listen to people say your controller's too small. (laughs) Don't listen to people when they say you're not hot enough for this scene. No, you got to be attractive. No, you just go and do it and see what happens. Like I said, nothing ventured is nothing gained. Sizes and everything when it comes to your controller. I was about to say that. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, man. It's so true. It's how you work it. It's how you work it. It's about the sounds that come out of it. Oh. It's not about the, the size, the motion, or the ocean, baby. <laughs> I love it. I love, I love uh, your advice, too. That's really good because I feel like that's a lot of concern too is people think that you only pretty people can be djs and artists too. and i've seen a lot of that now like yeah. paris hilton and ruby rose and alice in wonderland they're all gorgeous ladies and they sometimes make good music paris hilton's available i don't know but whatever mm-hmm. and you know girls see that and they're like okay no i see that and i'm like okay no like i can't mm-mm. Mm-hmm. and because in the entertainment world that is a huge thing. And I just encourage those to just go for it, no matter what you look like. Yeah, pretty doesn't make music. Exactly. <laughs> your hands and your brains do. That is so true. It's so, yeah. Screw screw Barbie dolls. I mean, if you happen to be Barbie pretty, dolls. too, that's cool, too. But I mean, No, we hate all pretty people. Yeah. <laughs> all of them. Well, it was funny. Like, I was on Facebook a few days ago, actually, and there was a girl mixing on some CDJs. And wearing nothing but a bikini and had these all these dudes around her filming her and she was just going to town and, you know, in the comments, everyone was like, well, at least she looks good. Her music sucks. Like, get some better house music, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you don't have to wear that to get noticed either, you know? Just it's all about the music and what you when you listen to it, you don't see titties. Yeah. You know? Like Rez. Rez is my freaking hero. Yeah, I I definitely Yes. Rez and Whipped Cream. Mm -hmm. Whip if y'all have not listened to Whipped Cream, you need to do it. Because she's on the come up. Uh Her sound is nothing like I've heard yet. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really awesome. Oh, when he says wet, res and rip cream, I thought you were talking about some weird fantasy. And I was like, okay, <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. Res berries and whipped cream. <laughs> I think, I think the, the tides are turning here soon, though. We're getting some pretty dope-ass <clears throat> ladies out there. The future is female. The future is weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, res makes some weird music. And I'm I hoping love it. it all challenges people to, like, dig into that weird creative spot in their brains yeah exactly and like alice in wonderland i remember i was on twitter and i follow her because she'll post stuff like this all the time about being like don't listen to the men just do it yeah. and like and she posted a picture of her in this closet i think it was her closet with like all of her midi instruments around her and her ratchet computer and like she couldn't even like have enough room to you know fully mixed properly and she's all like crouched over 
typing and, you know, listening to her headphones. And she was like, this is where I started. Like, go get it. Anything can happen. Yeah. And I, I'll go and look at that picture and be like, you got more room than her, so you got this. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So That's so cool. Can I ask you one more question? Yeah, of course. Um, what makes you the most excited about live shows or performances? Like, I know, like, you, most of you days you, like, work on their own, but you seem to really, like, thrive in working with live shows. Live shows are definitely my favorite. I My first live show was at this really scary ghetto club in Fort Worth. I got invited to go play at this teen club with Snow White and Josh Snow, and I thought they were really cool. Like, I think Mary White is the shit. So I was like, oh, hell yeah, you got to go to that. So I went and I played, and um, so and it was scary, like, Ooh, there were some scary people there, but um, it was just awesome. I was playing EDM that people really didn't know, and I was just on the mic, and I was like, come on, get up, get up, and like all these teenagers in there. I was like 14, and we're all just like, come on, get up, get up. It was really cool, and that's where the rush started. It's just this adrenaline rush, and, and it's crazy, and then my second favorite would definitely have to be at the door when I did a City Lights event show. That was awesome. We it was packed. There were sixteen hundred people. Yeah, they sold that out. It was crazy. Yeah. And I mean, I just opened, but there was still a good little group there. And I was with uh, Jesus Chris. If y'all have ever ran into him, and we were just having fun and going back and forth. And that was that was a fun show. It's just the the adrenaline. It's the rush, and I love doing it as a DJ. And I wanted to. And I was so interested in the business side that I started a promo company when I was 16 at the time, I believe. And I did that for a little bit, did that for about a year, worked with some really cool people. And then seeing that from behind the scenes, too, and giving other DJs the opportunity to play and in front of a crowd and fill that adrenaline, too, was also really awesome awesome excuse me <laughs> and it it filled my heart it was it was a lot of fun when i was working with white noise so that's so cool yeah well have you considered ever taking on like your own stage persona what do you mean by stage persona like doing something memorable like putting a bucket on your head or like wearing like a mouse head on your yeah, while you're working or... I've, not mass, just because <clears throat> everyone does that, but mm-hmm. I've thought about doing, like, black paint, like, under my cheeks and, like, extending from my nose up to my forehead just to, like, give that jungle vibe. Yeah. And definitely having a really cool major laser kind of booty shaking presence if you've ever seen <laughs> live. Just some crazy stuff going on and, uh... You know, just, yeah, I wouldn't wear a mask or anything. I just, maybe some shades. But Have you ever thought about playing in a jungle? Yeah, that, it would be a lot of fun. And I'd also love to just create a jungle on the stage to give that vibe to uh, the viewers of it, I guess. I and think that's exactly what you should do. Yeah. I, I have really a little cool. drawing here that you can check out. And it's I think beautiful. that you need to maybe do um, a performance in a zoo. Yes. And I think that you need to, like, maybe inspire some zoo animals to, like, you know. I could wear that cute Tarzan outfit you drew there yeah, as my yeah, stage persona. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah you could do that. <laughs> or have, like, some, some um, I don't know, people that are, like, swinging on vines behind you. Have, like, a really nice, lovely tropical bird, like, sitting on your shoulder. And you can just, you know, like, totally just vibe with all this, like, can't, like yeah, I just really want, like, a, <laughs> like, a Steve, like, a, <laughs> like, a Steve Irwin kind of guy to, like, be, like, oh, letting, letting out, like, all these animals across the stage, like, snakes and things like that, and then the bird can, like, be, like, pushing buttons with its little beak and be, like, drop the beat. You hang up, you, like, you pull up the microphone and the little bird can be, like, drop the beat. <laughs> definitely be a show unlike any other. I mean, yes. no one has done that yet. I, so. This is what I'm saying. I think that we can take this to the next level. And I always like to give advice on, like, stage presence and ideas um, for anybody that we have on the show. And I usually charge $5. But 
for you, since you've been on a show, you can you can have it for wow. free. That's amazing. <sighs> You're welcome. For some reason, I just picture like the George of the Jungle sound where he's like, ah, <laughs> 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 he's like swinging. George, like, George, 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 George of the Jungle. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> like you should remix <clears throat> to like some of your music. No, I I have so many ideas. So I'm just waiting for those skills yeah, to develop yeah. to make those come to life mm-hmm. and. I'm just, I'm really excited, and I love all the feedback you two have just given me. I will definitely. Oh, we can hit up Rainforest okay, Cafe feedback. for their soundtrack. <gasps> there that would we be go. awesome. There we go. You get that little gator that's right there <laughs> up yeah. on stage. Sample the. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> 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 rain showers whenever it would rain in there. there. And now it sounds like we're making a Migos track. <laughs> so we gotta calm down a little bit. <laughs> We have way too much fun, but we just like to, we like to, we want to help you. We want you to feel like after you've done the show with us that you walk away and you're like, dude, those girls know what they're doing. No, I, yeah, I feel that already. Yeah. Yeah. We have certificates that say professional idea makers. Yeah. So (laughs) professional persona fires. I'm just, I think it's because I'm obsessed with people that wear things on their heads on stage. And I really feel like everybody should wear something cool on their head on the stage or, or some other kind of funny outfit. Mm -hmm. Um, Cause I mean, who's going to forget the guy with, you know, a milk carton on his head. She loves spaghetti. She loves spaghetti. (laughs) Spaghetti. Hey, no, I'm right there with you. It's good marketing, too. Just, you know, people are like, who's that? And, you know, referring to Marshmallow or Dead Mouse. They're like, you know, the one with the mouse, the one with the marshmallow on their head. Uh Oh, yeah, let's go see him. Like, it's just, it's great marketing. It's a genius idea to stick out like that. And And from afar, like at the very back of a festival, like if you're looking and somebody walks on stage, you can't be like, oh, is that Skrillex? Like you can't see who that is. But if they've got a big freaking head on their shoulders, like that's going to be a good good giveaway. And what's cool is like, like Black Tiger Sex Machine is doing is they're unveiling their new helmets Mm -hmm. for their uh, new tour too so like you could always revamp it and people be like oh shit I gotta see it and so (laughs) you know is it a black tiger yeah I mean they have like the the heads like the little panther yeah and still not change it every album yeah they sit there and do whatever like the the ideas are good even on their tour too they're having like uh, a drawing for someone to go backstage and put on the new Helmets too. They go. So you can have cool. a drawing where one yeah. fan swings on a vine and go. Ah, right behind you. <laughs> so many lawsuits. Okay. We'll make so sure we like get good insurance. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just like it. I want to go to like Hobby Lobby and buy a bunch of fake trees mm-hmm. and Some just vines. yeah, start just going to town mm-hmm. and decorating. I'll put the snake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want like a monkey too. Yeah. Like a tiny little monkey. <laughs> He yeah. can hit air buttons too. Like. Yeah, I have a monkey just like on the controller, like moving things up and down, <laughs> and, like with tiny there. little headphones. Oh you my god! You just gosh. sit there and you play the twenty-four hour rainforest sounds loop. On that's the oh, that's your whole set. <laughs> that's the entire thing. It's definitely a good intro. Get everyone hyped up. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'd be like. Here comes the storm. (laughs) (laughs) Squall! (laughs) The birds are leaving because the storm is so bad. That's so cool. That's so cool. I just think it'd be really cool. Like, bring back the hard style thing where they, like, tell a story. Yeah, right right in the middle of the song. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Katy Perry wrote in on a, like, a big fake lion. Is that Super Bowl? Just, yeah. Yeah. Like, you need to write it on, like, a real lion. Oh, my God. Back to back with Carlisle. And then his logo is a little panther head, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah, so then he can be on the Jungle Party, too. So, back to back. Or a Jungle Cruise. You, could, you know, you could play on, like, a boat. Yeah. Or apparently Jungle Book. That works, jungle too, book. apparently. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things. I'm going to read you a book. <laughs> so many things you can do with it. I really love it, yeah. You, always, you get, like, a good feeling of it, too, once you first hear the name, too. You're like, this sounds cool. I want to be in a Jungle Party. <laughs> Well, we love what you do. We love the music you make. And so so we're super glad to support you. And we're really glad that we got to meet you and kind of get to discuss a little bit more about like the things that make you you and the way that you kind of have influenced your your musical tastes here. So thank you so much for being on the show. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Y'all are some cool people. We're just goofy.
Do you guys want to play a game real quick? We should definitely play a game. It sounded like you guys were about to leave early. No! (laughs) Um, So I made up a game, since it's all lovey-dovey Valentine's Day themed, called um, Dance Romance. We made up this name a little while ago, but I changed up what it is. So um, you have to decide if the artist is actually single or taken on this lovely Valentine's Day. It's actually harder than you think. It it really is, yeah. (laughs) So... um, the points go two, four, and six. So at the last round, you can win it all that way. Um, the first one is going to be Dylan Francis. Single. Single? Single. Taken. You're always going to go opposite. All right, so <laughs> let me write these down. So he is actually single from what I can tell. Um, fun fact, also, if you Google Dylan Francis' girlfriend, you find lovey-dovey... <laughs> Um, cropped photos of um, him and Zed in romantic situations. <laughs> it's pretty adorable. I should have printed some out to show you guys, but like that's. Fantastic. I think one of them was a Titanic scene where Dylan Francis is in the back and Zed's in the front, and like it's like this is the thing. This is the this is the thing. So um, let's see. So so he may like come off as single, like people like think he's single, but we all know who has his heart. Zed. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Zed has my heart, too, so it's fine. Yeah. So speaking of Zed, is Zed single? Or is he taken? taken. I want to say single now. Wasn't he with Selena Gomez and they ended things? I can't tell you the answer yet. Uh, I want to say he's single. So. Taken. Taken. Single. 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 Yeah. Okay, so he is actually single. He did date Selena Gomez back in 2015. Really? Good so, like, up on up on things. <clears throat> That's yeah. good. All right, hold on. Let me calculate some points here. Okay, me, me and you. I got right, Zed. It's going down. <clears throat> That's how many points I've got is Zed. <laughs> <laughs> so, last but not least, Tiesto. Oh, uh, taken. Yeah, I think he's taken. I'm gonna say he's single. You're gonna say he's single. Okay, so Zed, Irving Tiesto. Is actually getting hitched soon. Mm-hmm. So he announced at the beginning of December that he is going to spend the rest of his life, or the rest of his life for the love of his life. Mm-hmm. So it's still a recent thing, but he's dating um, a supermodel. Yeah, yeah, that's one of my favorite artists. So yeah. I yeah, very much know that he's taken. <laughs> <laughs> you caught up on your like celebrity mags? Just read your magazine. My Tiesto mags, yes. Yeah, your Tiesto. <laughs> so I think we have a tie between yeah, we do. We Jungle have Party a and Reckless. I don't. This has never happened in my life before. I know. Oh. Me actually being in the top, that's never happened either. <sighs> what should we make them do? Like First one to chug the rest of their pickles. No, I, would, I will throw it <laughs> right now. I would say rock, paper, scissors it, but y'all won't see it. That's so. true, so we can say anyone wins. Yeah. Okay, lightning round. <laughs> um, I looked one up earlier. Okay, let's just go with Rez. I know this one. Single. Single. Taken. She's taken. Oh, <laughs> we both win. Back in the game. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so we got Dana. Let's see. I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> and, all right, last one. Skrillex. Single. Single. Y'all are terrible. <laughs> he is single. Well, obviously we're not that terrible. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't look up. Oh, Jaws. Taken. Single. He's single. I oh, have breaker. a winner. Last time he tweeted anything about his girlfriend was about in 2015. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah. I follow him on Instagram and it's a lot of pictures of him. So yeah. I figured he's... Yeah, I mean, before it was all, look what my girlfriend did. Look what my girlfriend got me. Look at So I think he's probably pretty single. So Sounds like some DJs need some serious loving. If you need help with your persona, um, <laughs> I, can, I can help hook you up, and then some girls may be attracted. Some ladies, some so, gentlemen, some, I don't know. Let's take some, a peep at our festival forecast. Oh, definitely. Woo! It's the Festival Forecast, presented by FestiCast.
Hello, it's Tommy and Rob from KinkCast coming at you with the festival forecast on FestaCast. It's a cast cast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on February 16th, you can see Big Gigantic at the Southside Ballroom in Dallas at 8 p.m. February 23rd, you can catch Above and Beyond the Common Ground Tour at the Pavilion at Toyota Music Factory at 10 p.m. And then on March 1st, you can see Steve Aoki at the Bomb Factory at 6 p.m. No bombs allowed. March 16th, you can catch Excision at Southside Ballroom in Dallas at 9 p.m. Then on March 24th through the 25th, you can go to the In Bloom Music Festival featuring Martin Garrix, Ganja White Knight, Lil Dicky, and more. And this will be at the Eleanor Tinsley Park in Houston. That's in Texas. <laughs> and finally, on April 7th, you can catch BTSM at Stereo Live Houston at 9 p.m. Is that last one right? Black Tiger Sex Machine. Listen listen to Kink Cast. It's a podcast that me and Rob are on. Goodness. It's about kinks. Okay. It's about kinks. Feel free to edit that just liberally. All right, and that's it for today's episode. Cheers! Woo! With our really weird pickle soda. <laughs> That's the way the pi- Piper pickled pepper. That's Get the way the soda. pickled Piper. <laughs> the Pied Piper pickled pe- 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 peppers. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. mis- I'm, I'm mixing up too many stories there. So pickled where peppers. can we find Jungle Party? You can find Jungle Party on SoundCloud at Jungle Party in all caps. And Facebook at official jungle party i believe or it might be jungle party official i switch them sometimes i don't know why i do that <laughs> and um instagram and twitter at jungle party tx because i love texas <laughs> and that's about it so right. see you out there well thank you so much for being on the show we had lots of fun drinking pickle juice and mm-hmm. talking about your fantabulous persona and we'll catch all y'all listeners next week <laughs> Bye. Peace out. See you later. Yeah.